Right, Nathaniel. I've got a wife and cats to get to, so let's make this quick. Where's the meaning? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Don't play games. I know your tricks, you son of a booyah. Always platforming the cute waifus to cover up the real meaning of the show. Now tell me where it is before I get angry. Don't you get it? There is no meaning. It's just a cute show about cute girls. Your pseudo-philosophy is just a shallow facade. I can see your shit. Hey, cyborg, I can smell it in your normie veins. Gone too far. <laughs> it's like my <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> Go ahead. I said it. It's isolated. Uh, are are you are we supposed to review some anime with you, brother? Is it that the rest of it? <laughs> oh yeah, I gotta yeah yeah yeah. Hold on, I gotta do that. Hold on, we'll we'll pick it up from the top. I can see your shit taste, cyborg. I can smell it in your normie vein. You've gone too far. Looks like I'll have to. All right, I guess we should get to the episode. <laughs> 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 so, um. I had some thoughts watching uh, Dead Leaves for, I think, about the third time now. Um, so I, I, I think we should use more of a question format. Uh, we kind of discussed this off the podcast, but I guess I'd go ahead and just put it forward as something we are trying. Yeah. Uh, I'll start out with, uh, what is Dead Leaves? Do you want to try answering that a little bit? Well, to me, I think Dead Leaves is, like, a movie about revolution. And, uh, I guess, kind of. Uh, I don't like the way, you know, just liberating yourself to advance. And it's, like, yeah, okay, I'm I'm losing. No, 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 okay, so I think I understand what you are talking about as far as, like, uh, liberty goes. Mm -hmm. I think that's definitely a running theme among uh, Hiroki Imishi's shows. If you look at Dead Leaves, it's about, you know, people getting arrested and breaking out of prison. And if you look at Gurren Lagann, it's about fighting the man. Right? <laughs> kept them in underground cities that were, like, isolated from each other. Yeah, I mean, you haven't finished Promare, but you saw the, uh, what, what is it, the, the Freeze Force? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's... So, for me, Deadly, I, I think I'll try answering my own question before we get really into it. Uh, for me, Deadly's is, well, what, it, it's Hiroki Imishi's, like, first commercial work. I don't know if I already said that on the episode, but it's his... It has everything that he is in it, I think. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. Like like you said, it was like Gurren Lagann? Yeah. And with, like, the dynamic amount of the animation and how little time is wasted and, you know, the, the over-the-top kind of way the violence is animated, I feel like you could half the frame rate of the uh the movie doubled the running time and it would still be enjoyable to watch even even the scenes that aren't co like combat are still so uh aggressive and like um very upbeat you know kind of there, there's a lot of energy I, when i was watching yeah. it this time i thought it's the 
or all of his work is kind of the ADHD anime. Yeah. Uh, like, it's made for someone who doesn't have the attention span to let any sort of <laughs> quiet into the episode or the movie that they're making. The yeah. art. So I did I did want to try a little bit of a uh, kind of more philosophical question back and forth thing. But I did want to go over some meta stuff I had thought of first. Uh-huh. Um, start, starting with, I had written down... I was thinking about the 4-3 aspect ratio a lot while I was watching it. Yeah. And, you know, well, mo- most modern stuff's in 16-9 now, right? Or one of the, I think like 16-10 or one of those cinematic widescreen resolutions, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Whatever they may be. And so do you, do you have a preference? Um, I mean, the rectangle I- is just a standard now, right? The widescreen. Yeah, I I think uh I think I prefer the rectangle just on like a very instinctual level, like no deep thought really put into it. Um feels like I can see more. Um especially horizontally. Like if you showed me well, fuck. I guess if you showed me more vertically, it's already like it wouldn't get too tall. So you could expect right as well i don't know but i i get what you mean in that like your field of view is wider than is tall there's probably actual numbers about the actual angle and everything but it does feel wider than it is tall probably because you have two eyes right that are spaced horizontally i don't know that's kind of a a tangent i just i was thinking about it and yes i prefer 16.9 for like a video game right and like an immersive movie experience, sure, it fits most of my field of view, so I am more immersed. I yeah. agree with you there. But I don't know. Something I was thinking of while I was watching it is that the four three aspect ratio is close to square, and there was I, I think some just interesting ways that the the camera turns and everything that was more visually interesting because it was four three. And obviously, it, this was just made before 16.9 was picked up as a standard, right? Yeah. But, so it's not intentional, but I am interested in uh, the medium of the time and how that art's made, I guess, right? Yeah. I don't know. Did you think of anything as far as, like, different aspect ratios go? Or do you just, like, are you just like, ew, black bars? <laughs> um, so, I... It doesn't bother me too much, but it just feels like it just feels kind of lacking, I guess, when when you put it like on a a modern screen, because like I remember, you know, watching Flapjack as a kid and feeling like I was I could feel the the harbor town they lived in. You know, I could like thing is and then, you know, rewatching it like on Hulu or something. it just yeah. been more is Flapjack four three. Is it that old? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Wow. Um, oh wow. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I still watch shows that are in four. I mean, fuck, I was watching fucking Inuyasha a lot recently. <laughs> yes. Okay. So it does feel, I guess, disappointing when you put it on a sixty nine screen to yeah. look at that. The the waste of space right yeah 
Let me put this another way. Um, you know, they, they do this a couple times. Um, the one I'm going to pick out is when they're fighting the sandworm in... Is it the Mandalorian they do that? It is the Mandalorian, yeah. isn't it? With the yeah, sheriff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Season 2, episode 1. I'm that motherfucker. <laughs> there is a point where I can close my eyes and see it go from... I think it goes from a more movie-wider screen format to filling up your entire screen. That was very cool, right? Yeah. So and that was someone doing something intentionally with the the space, right? Yeah. Were you going to say something? Well, I was just going to add on real quick. Um, I I wanted to say that watching Dead Leaves, you know, was a great example of, like, if you have interesting things going on that are, like, really engaging, then I completely forgot that it was 4-3, because I was just so, like, sucked into what was happening, you know? Um, so, yeah, they do well with that. Um, I think, uh, who are some other examples? like draw attention very well. Um I don't think it's so much uh, of an uh a lack uh that four three has as yeah. much as it's just kind of your um what you're used to. Yeah. I, I agree I, with that, yeah. I think the I think the field of view thing definitely plays into it, but I don't think it's as big of an issue because you already immerse yourself into a screen that's less than your field of view. So, yes, more more screen is good. Bigger screen is good, up to a point. But I don't think it's necessary. I don't know. It's something I thought about. Um, I, I thought it'd be an interesting conversational topic. The other thing that I had kind of... I've been thinking about this one for a, a very long time is the difference between entertainment art and then i'm going to use air quotes for high art or maybe what we should say as artistic merit do you know what i'm kind of talking about there yeah i think so so dead leaves is definitely entertainment first (laughs) yeah but i don't think i think sometimes people could talk about entertainment and talk about it like it is the opposite of something with artistic merit like they can't be both yeah and i think and maybe this is a little cop outy or something but i i really feel that their style the style they put into it um is a form of expressing kind of the themes of of the movie which are like you know these it's like high passion you know live your fucking life to the fullest don't let someone stop you you know yes absolutely i agree with you 100 percent. because i what i was thinking of while i was watching the animation was the thing i love about 2d animation and it's not that like you can't do this with cgi yeah but because you don't have to stay on model with 2d animation and if uh, Hiroki Amishi are like the Gainax trigger style that is, you know, him and his team work, right? The Probably the thing that I love the most is how free the, like, models of the character are. You can draw them larger, you can exaggerate body parts, and this is all part of the it, expressing something to you, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... 
That's a great fucking point because um I I love that in this movie a lot of the characters look very strange. Um and like un you know unhu inhuman, <laughs> you know. Um but their expressions are incredibly human even if distorted and crazy. Um and you can just like feel their emotions in whatever they're doing. Yes, yes, the the emotions are in <laughs> the motion. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, and uh I I think it definitely does have like a cartoonier look to it as far as the character designs go, which I think trigger stuff just tends to have yeah. more of those influence. And when, when I say cartoonery, cartoony ish, what I mean is the the exaggerated expressions and the way you can play with you know, the scale of the people's body parts and all this stuff, right? Yeah, or when they, um, when they're unlocking their cuffs and their hands are, like, jumping to crazy positions to different frames, and, uh, you know, it, it, it gives you a feeling of what they're doing, even though it's, like, if you isolated them and just showed it in a slideshow, you'd be like, why does this, this has, like, no connection. Right, there's no, there's almost no in between frames for some of those an- animations, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I think other anime do do this, uh, uh-huh. but it's more subtle. Where I don't know, you've seen Ding and Topic Girl and Logan, and you've seen Dead Leaves now. It it's not subtle. Yeah. <laughs> it's it packs as much into fifteen minutes, fifty minutes as possible. I like that. I love that kind of stuff. Absolutely. It's it's also why I like Promare, uh, is they kind of just kept upping the stakes. It's just a longer movie. Yeah, but, you know, that's, that's what I love so much about, like, um, plot-progressive episodes of Steven Universe. Yeah. Okay, go, go into that a little bit for me. Okay. Just, uh, go ahead, yeah. So... You know, when it's not like a towny episode, because the towny episodes, I feel like they often do provide something to, like, some character's progression. But as far as, like, the plot goes, the plot isn't necessarily moving forward. Watching some townies hang out, some side characters. Um, so, you know, they're, they're like, like kind of, like, episodic, right? Um, and then you could say, like, the plot is then those not not that there it's like a binary like this and this the other but um yeah and so for the plot episodes um there's just like a ton of character progression a ton of like plot progression and things move so quickly in a short little tiny 11 minute episode so you watch like 10 of those right really doable in an afternoon and you've like got an entire arc almost um, it's good. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, I do really like that about Steven Universe and the other, I guess, the 11-minute kind of format cartoons. Yeah. The other one that immediately comes to mind being Adventure Time. It's kind of the predecessor, sort of, of Steven Universe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so if you can pack more into a smaller amount of time, why not, right? I, I do think there's a use for the the calm, right? But I don't think that calm has a lot of room in the the themes that go on in Dead Leaves, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the, the, the most calm you get is the sex scene in the straight jackets. <laughs> oh, man. What a beautiful scene. I just, I love the fucking expressions. He's like, and they're, they're beautiful. And are you pooping? You can see your fucking face light up. It's hilarious. I love it. And it's like, and the, it's like subtle consent. I don't know. It's kind of, <laughs> I mean, like, can we just say, like, I, I think it's, fair like you know everyone got the message right uh, yeah i i agree with you on that uh, the the expressions tell way more about the characters than the dialogue really does i think it's so great he's like a fucking master at that yeah and, and the, i think the 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 way it's leveraged here and the way it's leveraged to take a top of and login later but i think because this is such uh, intense, just action and comedy back to back, with nothing in between, <laughs> is they can deliver jokes with the dialogue, and then kind of build character based on little bits of dialogue, but also all the reactions to everything that's happening, and there's so much happening that that's yeah. very information dense. Definitely. Dude, fucking... Drill, drill man. Uh, oh hell yeah! Drilling through that guard. <laughs> that was hilarious. Uh, no matter how many times it ever happens, one of my favorite things to happen are when a very muscular guy uses his neck muscles to do something. Uh-huh. It's just <laughs> it's disrespectful to drill dick. <laughs> apparently he's based on uh older japanese film called tetsuo the iron man uh-huh. who had a uh drill dick so may- maybe that's something we should watch because you know if if Amishi liked it then maybe we'll like it who knows drill dick oh man what a great character he really is. I also like the uh, the guy with the the butt on his head that I guess kept squirting out cum. Yeah. Oh, okay, wait. I have to bring some up. I'm so sorry. Um, I love that even though... And I, I'm not, like, condoning being a pervert or whatever, but e- even though, like, the other prisoners, you could... They were, like, respectful. Because they, they, they watched, you know, the two main characters have sex. And they're just like, well, that was fucking awesome. That was amazing sex. But they weren't, like, pressuring the girl for sex or anything like that. You know, they were just like, kudos. That was really awesome. (laughs) Kudos on the good sex. (laughs) Yeah, kudos on the good sex. That shit was poggers. (laughs) But yeah, it was just like, okay, so, like, they're perverts, right? For watching. But, like, they're not, like, sexual assaulters. You know what I mean? For them, well, you know, well, kind of. They they sexually assaulted some guards, but listen, <laughs> they're prison guards. Their lives don't matter. <laughs> I like how uh, they give the prison guards the same like copy salary man face that all the people in the our city have. Yeah, and th- there's there's probably something there, and it's probably something that we might touch upon and like take a top of girl login or. <laughs> Uh, Promare when you finally watch it about like uh, 
conforming to society and the more of the rebellion aspects and everything that uh kind of get touched upon in dead leaves uh i actually think that uh oh but you know who is a pervert drill dick yeah when he when he i i like he rapes the guy Uh uh-huh and they they do that which they do the straight jacket sex already through the little poop holes right but I don't know. It feels like a bad uh, thing to happen. Maybe it's an intentional design in their prison. <laughs> also, why is he the only one that has his dick out? Well, because it's a big ass drill. How are they gonna put cloth around that? They'd have to make them. They'd have to give them a second uniform to put around that thing. <laughs> no, you know, like the uh, the the locks they put on tires, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining something like that for the for his drill. That makes sense. A chastity cage for drill dick. That makes sense. Oh, uh, I think that leads me pretty well into. Uh, I I wanted to kind of touch more up, or I had in my written notes. I wanted to touch upon Amishi and fascism, but we kind of already talked about it earlier. But uh, when I say Amishi and fascism. I mean, like, the uh, military aesthetic of police officers and prison guards and (laughs) ICE or Freeze Force and Promare. And I don't think Dead Leaves portrays them as pure evil, I guess. Yeah. But... It is. It does show the problem with that, or like the the violence that it that entails, right? Yeah. I, I think this might be more appropriate when uh, Promare comes around, but uh, where there's more obvious oppression. But in this one, it's like, oh yeah, these are all basically science experiments for a weapons project, right? Yeah. Do they deserve to be in prison? I mean, does anyone deserve to be in prison? But eh. Dead leaves. Did you have any other thoughts, prayers? I just, I love the fucking, the sexiness of it all. And the the way the guy is like, (laughs) he's confident, yet like kind of dorky at the same time. Yeah. Uh, Dorky's not like quite right, but. I don't know. He reminds me a lot of Kamina. I, I like. I, yeah. I think there's a, a connection between that yeah, kind of yeah. character develops into Kamina later. Right. Oh, I yeah, I like him. I think my favorite character. Uh, huh. I guess Pandy. I really do like the. Uh, I, I don't even know her name. The villain, the scientist daughter. Fuck oh, yeah! I don't know her name. Uh, uh, this beats me. Um, but I really just enjoyed the whole "I'm going to force you to fight me" part. Yeah, <laughs> it was just—it was the perfect like. So, Dead Leaves does pull a lot of shit out of its ass. I feel like. Yeah, and because it just has to keep going, right? It it has to keep the action going, so it has to come up with a you know some. 
questionable things, but I felt like that was such a good moment of, like, an actual reason to start a fight. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, I, I don't know, that, that was just an especially, it was like the moment where it went from, you know, people are trying to kill each other, and it's just on the screen, and then I was like, oh yeah, get her fucking ass! <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. So, I don't really know if I have a good dialogue, not skit, but something akin to a skit yeah. for Deadlies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't, I don't know if you wanted to try anything and just see how it works. Um, yeah, we could riff a little bit, but uh, real quick, uh, what, what's fashion? Cause what's fascism? I, yeah, I, I'm not really certain. Okay, so that definitely a good question, um, because I feel like sometimes it can be used in uh, confusing ways, right? Yeah. So it, it, I guess you could say it's broad because it's a a term for like a political ideology, right? So that can mean a lot of things, right? And the the very first thing that I think the example people use is Italy during World War II. But uh, what what does that mean, I guess? And my answer to that would be fascism comes from the word fascist, right? Uh-huh. And it was basically the bundle of sticks that Roman soldiers. And fascism is about the militarization of civilian life. Is that my definition, right? Uh-huh. And it's the... Yeah, maybe one type of fascism would be like, oh, you gotta, uh, you gotta tell tell on your neighbors, you gotta snitch on your neighbors if they're doing something that could be hurting the country, right? Yeah, and I think that can get broader than like traitors and you know the mil- military aspect of it, but I, I guess it's like a you're at war, right? Maybe the best example of if you wanted to call the U.S. fascist would be the war on drugs, I think. Yeah. (laughs) As in, like, you have cops with guns who think they're, you know, the good guys fighting the bad guys, right? Yeah. And end up shooting people that don't deserve to be shot. That's just, that's, uh, I mean, I, I don't even think that's an issue with an individual, so to speak, as it is with, like, a narrative of what's going on, right? Yeah. I you mean, can't you can't just blame individuals for systemic issues. And you can't say that you know all the 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 cop shootings are just bad apples, right? And that goes for anything, I think, right? You you can't I mean, I guess sometimes you just have to see something that looks like a pattern and you find out it's not. But if you look at something and you think it might be a pattern, I feel like you have to do your diligence to prove it's not when it's something important, I guess. Like people dying. Yeah. So yeah, I, does that explain to you what fascism is, or do you want to... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I think the part about like the militaries of like civilians, that really, for me, I was like, oh, okay, that... So I think it gets thrown a lot. Go ahead. Sorry. That's it. I I just I can get a clearer image. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like 
it gets thrown around a lot to refer to like uh immigration uh enforcement and police officers and i don't know how appropriate that is but i do understand and kind of agree with it i guess in the sense that you have people that should be civilians or whether you want to call a cop a civilian but they're not a soldier and they're treating everyone else like they're an enemy combatant almost yeah I don't know, just stuff like the, you know, selling uh, military hardware to, like, SWAT teams and stuff, where they have, like, grenade launchers, and you just have to think, why would a cop need a grenade launcher? (laughs) And maybe it's just that I don't want grenade launchers being used on U.S. soil? Is that selfish? Yes. But, like, I also don't want grenade launchers being used on other people's soil, so, you know... I don't know. I, I don't, I don't want to get too far into the politics there. It just It's evident in his work that he's talking about oppression and things like that. And that comes from you know, having to have people with power and you have to uh, project that power somehow. Because I, I don't have a problem with guns, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess technically I don't have a problem with grenade launchers. I just kind of feel weird about like what, do you, do you shoot that in a residential area? <laughs> no. <laughs> Does a cop knock on someone's door and then fire it through a window? But anyway, uh, it, it's more just you need to oppress people, I think. It is, and is fascism about oppression? Maybe not. Maybe those are two separate things. But I think fascism is about making a very well-oiled machine to do something. And I think tends to be war, right? Like it's outward facing. But I don't think it has to be. I think oppression may be often a byproduct of fascism. Yes. I guess another thing is fascism is supposed to use kind of bigotry or something to inflame a populist kind of base which can be racism right and if you like if you look at it something like or any sort of bigotry really is would end up being oppression right so that says yes i think so but yeah i guess it's just about control really i i think I'll have to find if we can find another anime or movie or something that's about kind of an interesting take on fascism just to kind of talk about it more. Because uh, there's like uh, ecofascism, which is kind of the idea that you have to control people to save the planet. And that's kind of what Gurren Logan's about. I mean, not explicitly. It's not global warming that's destroying the planet. It's spiral energy or anti-spirals, but... Uh-huh. I think the the drive is there. It's Lord Genome saying, I know what's best. We can't win. So I'm going to keep my foot on humanity's throat. Step on me, Daddy. And, I mean... Well, when we do take a topic around again, I'll talk about the Georgia Guidestones. <laughs> anyway, uh, Dead Leaves. Good Dead shit. Leaves. Have you Great. seen any other anime recently? Um, 
Fuck, I feel like we watched something. And I Higurashi. When oh, they crash. Yeah, yeah. I need to watch more Higurashi. You've been yeah. liking it? Yeah, it's really good. Hell yeah. I love uh, the, the style combination. You've got your <laughs> slice of life, and then you've got your fucking Death Note Code Geass ass levels of, <laughs> you know, mindfucker. Exactly. There's There's something about... If you give people the the comfort and the like, uh, the slice of life elements and the cuteness, right? Yeah. Then you let down your guard, and it it makes the punches hurt more. Really <laughs> <does>. <laughs> oh my god! I, I think all the best like horror genre stuff does that to some extent. I just I love Rena so much. I I love. When something's really cute and she goes, Ow, woo! <laughs> I want to take her home. <laughs> uh, what else have I watched recently? I got uh, our buddy Sin to watch uh, Aruma with his wife. So he had already been reading it, but, you know, I'm a steadfast uh, <laughs> Welcome to Demon School Aruma-kun fan. You don't just watch anime to just to just get a little taste of stuff. I do. I just uh, I need to not do recently. Yeah. I did watch. Uh, that's just started airing. My ex girlfriend is my stepmother's daughter. I think is the title. It kind of sounded like trash, but I don't. Someone on Twitter, I think, that I follow was talking about it. I saw a screenshot, and I was like, oh, I'll watch it. It's, you know, one episode at the start of the season, right? Yeah. And uh, I won't talk too much about it, uh, especially since we've seen one episode, but it did do the kind of, like, it made the slice of life cliche kind of stuff a little bit interesting. And maybe it's more of a romance. I don't know. It managed to tickle my brain with the way the episode developed. <laughs> uh... You know what I really want to rewatch? What? Um, oh, damn, I'm not going to remember the name. It's about a blonde girl with short, wavy hair, and she has to work at like her grandmother's inn. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I believe it's production ID. Fested up is uh, <laughs> words that get used a lot in that. <laughs> Onohana? No, that's uh Anohana's a different one. Yeah. Aroha, that's the girl's name, I think. Oh man, my memory's so bad at this stuff. <laughs> Thinking of names is just not my forte. Uh I do you... know what you're talking about though. It is a good one and we definitely should watch it. Yeah, you. I think you posted it when you're doing your uh, going through. Hanasaku Aroha is that the title? Hanasaku Aroha. Okay. Yes. There we go. Yeah, she goes to work uh, at her grandmother's inn and has to yeah. be one of the maids. Oh, oh Hana is her name actually. Oh, Hana is her name. There we yeah. go. That's why you thought it was. Hana there Hana. you go. Uh huh. Ana Hana is a good one too. That's, yeah, oh god, yeah. Wait, there was something about Hanasaku Aroha that... Oh no, it's PA Works, not Studio IG. 
Um, oh, what else had they done? I feel like we watched something that they had done, and that's why I was thinking about PA Works. Wait, I have. We to should watch. watch Angel Beats. I think it's on Netflix. Fuck, there's this anime that's like Haro and Chu or something. I can't. Fuck. God damn it. I'm going to have to find it. I. It's this really weird animation style. It's about like this little boy. Um, his mom like take in this strange girl that's like four. She's actually an adult, and oh my god, it's so it's such a fucking fever dream of a show, of an anime, and we really need to do that. We need, we need to like marathon it, like fucking ripping, roaring high. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, go through my anime list and try to find it. I guess what it what did you think it was called? Haru and Chu, or Haru X Chu. It's like C H U U, I think. But, but I can't find it. Uh. Damn. Maybe that's not it. I wish you were autistic about studios like I was. <laughs> yeah, I wish. So I'm so certain Chu is a character, though. Chu anime character. Uh. Not good. What's the genre? Fuck if I know, man. It's fucking wild. It's just, it's <laughs> like it's slice of lifey, but things go weird. I guess psychological, not psychological. <laughs> I'm gonna more, try like, that. Or ridiculous. It's like kind of silly, ridiculous. Silly, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's comedy slice. Or probably comedy slice of life. So we should watch Space Dandy, which uh. It's kind of over-the-top comedy. And it's not done by Amishi, but I feel like there's a connection there. Hara? Harachu? Damn, that was killing me. I can hear the song in my head, too. Alright! <laughs> Ooh, it wasn't Chu, it was good. It was Hara, it was good. Fuck. Okay, I'm posting it. And... Haragu. <laughs> Got a K-pop singer. <laughs> oh. H A hair, but with the accent work. Okay, I was doing it. Hara H A R A. Q. Okay, it's from two thousand one. I was wondering. I was like, <laughs> I've never heard about anything like that before. But it's a it's a little bit older. Okay. I promise. <laughs> Yo, we fucking your gut will be busted. Trying to bust a gut. Uh, you gotta watch more anime. I wish I wish Skyler was here right now so we could watch from air. Unless you just want to watch it without him. Uh. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Is he ever gonna want to watch it? Uh, let, let me just add him and ask. I guess. Yeah. I'll line him, actually. Yeah. Ask him if he ever plans to watch from air, we're going to watch it without him. Yeah. Damn. Probably do a closing for an episode.
Uh, Don't damn me. That bitch has said much (laughs) worse things to me. I know he has. Fucking everyone gets their feelings so hurt if I give them lip, but, you know, listen to the motherfuckers (laughs) talk. That was... My damn wasn't meant to be like that. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, Cyborg. We should probably come up with a closing for the episode so we don't kind of just drift off into... Oh, yeah, the thing. So, yeah, fucking Dead Leaves is litty titty, high passion, sexy, fucking over the top graphic, uh, a little, a little, you know, tongue in cheek, but just a, a good 60 minutes, fast paced. It's great. You'll love it.